All right, well, welcome to the One Amigo to Another Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, this is actually show number five. Uh, it's Tuesday, September 4th. I'm your host and commissioner, Nathan Tilbury, and I'm here with my co-host, Bill Burns, a two-time champion of the league and a huge Bears fan. So welcome, Bill. Welcome, Nathan, and welcome, One Amigo to Another Fantasy Football League. Perfect, and today we're uh, we're excited to have a special guest who's he's still looking for his uh, you know first league title, but... Um, as he told me off the air, he, he feels like he's an up-and-comer, and so he's ready to, to get his, his first win um, this year. And I know he's come close a couple of times, making it to the finals and everything. So um, so welcome, Anthony Mullins, the owner of uh, Killer Ant, to the podcast. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, what's going on? Nate, Bill, glad to be here. Like you said, up-and-comer. I came close a few times, but, you know, just still trying to get there. So you feel like this is your first? Uh, you got you got a great chance this year, and you're going to take it all. I mean, kind of messed up a few times in the draft, but I mean, you know how it goes. Yeah, I mean, draft is just the draft too, though. I mean, by the time you look at your roster, um, you know, you have less than half the guys still there. Um, but we'll see. Maybe you could spend, you know, a little bit more of your budget and stuff this year. Yeah, because you know, you know, I like to spend money on that. <laughs> I know if it, if it rolled over every year, you'd have like like a million dollars. You could buy a championship. Hey, yeah. I, would, I would have I would have every player. Yeah, you'd, you'd have you'd have every every waiver player, and yeah, like Bill said, you could just you can just buy you can just buy the championship straight up for all the money. So, um, but yeah, but we're we're um. Be calling you the George Steinbrenner. The, yeah. Uh, to another <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, we're we're really happy to have you on today, and um, I think um, we have a great show in store for everybody. I think this is kind of our besides last week when we got to talk about the keepers and stuff. I think we're excited to talk about the draft since it's probably the most important day of the year. Um, yeah. You know, besides just every week with waivers and stuff, but so we're excited to have you on. Um, and so today um, for the podcast, um, I think we're going to hit our usual four downs, um, and then we're just going to get right into it. We're, we're going to kind of go over some uh, draft recap and um, kind of how each of us feels about our own draft. We'll take a look at somebody, uh, some of the other picks around the league too, and, and kind of um, how we feel about them. Um, and then, um, we will wrap up the show and we'll talk about, uh, next week's show because next week's show will be the first kind of official one, um, where we get to talk about who won and lost and started the wrong guy and, um, kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, so we're really excited for, for today's show too, and especially have you on Anthony. So, um, you guys ready to dive in? Yes, let's dive in. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. All right. Well, let's start with um, four downs. So it's kind of our news and notes from around the NFL. And so I'll kind of read a headline for um, for all of us to, to kind of comment on. And if there's anything to talk about, um, we'll kind of chime in real quick and then we'll move on to second down and third down. And yeah, so let's get right into it. For first down, um, something's kind of strange. Uh, I mean, it wasn't really expected to last this long, but uh, Le'Veon Bell is still yet to report um, to training camp. So he's, you know, he's due that big $14.5 million, you know, um, franchise tag this year, but he technically hasn't signed it yet. So he hasn't shown up to camp and, um, everything he said was that he was going to, he was going to be there yesterday after uh, labor day and yesterday he didn't show up today. He didn't show up. And now there's reports, uh, you know, wondering if he's going to show up tomorrow. And so they don't play till Sunday. 
But then again, you're also talking Sunday, which is, what, three, four days away. And um, I just want to ask you guys real quick, just kind of, you want to comment on it or do you have any concerns about him or the Steelers' offense? So, uh, Anthony, I'll um, I'll throw it to you first. Well, I mean, me personally, I think he's going to show up. I mean, he's going to get this big contract deal and he might be a little a little off balance at first, but, I mean, he's an all-star. He's just like all the other all-stars out there. They're going to hold out to the last day and just kind of make a what's sad is make a deal about it when I mean really just sign you know you're going to sign already show up to camp I mean it's your job so I mean he'll he'll be there and he might be a little rusty but it'll be alright yeah Bill what do you think well uh, to me it's one of the reasons why I I wouldn't pick the guy in the first round because uh, he's rusty when he starts out. That was a proven fact last year. It took him about three games before he started uh, averaging uh, rushing three or four yards carry. And it's almost, uh, to me, I look at it like... uh, like he's just not ready and uh, kind of puts you behind the eight ball the first couple of games. Now, uh, I don't know why the Steelers don't sign the guy to a big contract and, and end all of this stuff because he's worth it. Yeah. Get him in the camp early, get him in the game shape game one. But it usually takes him a couple of games before he's really in game shape. And to me, that that could cost a fantasy football team that has him, that could cost them a couple of games. And and in some leagues you lose two or three games and that that puts you behind the eight ball. Yeah, and I think you're right, especially if you're spending a top two, top three, top four pick like he's going everywhere, you know. It's not like you're talking about a third or fourth round pick. So there's other options you know, that he could have done, you know, he could have gone with instead of him. But, um, but I think I, I think I agree a little bit with both of you, but I think, um, but I think with Anthony, what he said, I think he's going to come back and, um, I think he'll be the same old guy with the volume and everything. But I think like you said, Bill too, though, that I think there will be some rust. Um, and just, just what does he do with, with the volume that he gets? Cause he got a lot of volume last year in those first three games and, it just wasn't very good. So usually volume equals points, you know, generally as running backs go. But, um, but yeah, I think it'll be really fun to, to watch. And I, I think, you know, Eric's probably sitting there at least a little nervous um, just about the start of the season. But I don't see him missing games, um, you know, because if he starts missing games, he starts missing paychecks and he's looking at almost a mill, you know, a, a, a game. And so that, I think that's a little too much to pass up because – uh, at this point, I don't think the Steelers are going to give him that big contract anyway. I think they're going to run him into the ground as much as they can and then just let him walk. So um, they should have signed him, like you said, Bill, two years ago, and they wouldn't have to deal with all this stuff all the time. But now I think they're at the point where they're done and they're just going to run him into the ground. Yeah, I agree. So, 
All right, well, perfect. Yeah, that was great. Let's move on to second down. Um, the Bills named um, Nathan Peterman their starting quarterback uh, today ahead of rookie Josh Allen, um, who, who not like he was lighting the preseason on fire himself. But um, if you remember, Nathan Peters, Peterman is the one that threw what, four or five interceptions in the half last year. Um, they, they tried to play him over Tyrod Taylor and almost – you know, missed the playoffs because of it. And they went right back to Tyrod Taylor at halftime. Um, and so they're starting him this week and they play the Ravens on the road. So just a quick question. How many picks does he throw if he plays the whole game? Uh, Anthony, I'll go to you first. Hey, hold on. I need to take a drink for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. You have to kind, I mean, of, kind of let I mean, that sink I mean, in. Really? I mean, I'm going, I'm going four. Yeah, that's pretty modest. I mean, I mean, he probably appreciates I'm, that. That's kind of lowballing it too, because just <laughs> <laughs> the record this guy has. I yeah. just don't know why. <laughs> All right, Bill, you you going over or under four then? Well, I'm going to go under. You're going to go um, under. I, I I made a comment about this uh, previous. I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was just you and I talking, Nathan, but. You know, to me, uh, they left him in too long. It's kind of like yeah. baseball. You, you see a pitcher that's struggling, <laughs> and and you got bases loaded, and you and you you're watching the TV, and you're saying, "Why isn't that manager pulling the guy out?" And then he throws the next pitch, and he hits it out of the park, and it's a grand slam. Yeah. And so, to me, after maybe the the third pick, they should have pulled him out of there. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's a young quarterback. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to kill his confidence. But to me, they just destroyed that kid's confidence, and well, now I'm kind of surprised that he's he's going to start for him now. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't think he's going to throw five interceptions. I think he's he's probably uh, learned a lot from that game. Uh, even though, to me, the coaching staff should have never left him in for five interceptions. After three, you say, "Hey, get him out of there." Yeah, but I, th- I think he learned a lot from it, and, uh, and I think that uh, I think I think he's going to have a good game. I don't think they're going to win, but I think he'll have a decent game. No, 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 I, I, I was surprised then with with your guys' answers. I, I'll take the over then. I'll, I'll go over. Um, <laughs> I'll say he throws. I'll, I'll, I'll say he throws say, five. After after Bill's <laughs> comment, I was going to say three. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I'll go five. So the, the, the Lions set at four. I'll go over five, and you guys go at three. Um, yeah, I'm going three. You know, you're you're going under. So all right. So we'll see what happens. I'll probably lose because yeah, like you said, Bill. Hopefully, if he's at four, they'll probably just pull him, <laughs> and they won't even let him get to five. But um, but who knows? So um, all right. Well, well, cool. Because I think um, I think Dub has the Ravens defense. Um, week one, so there you go. There's your number one defense right off the bat. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> With right. that, so no, right. number one fantasy wise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so on to third down. Um, Bill uh, looks like your Super Bowl pick um, looks a bit smarter after uh, what went down this last weekend. Uh, Bears trading two first oh, round right. picks for Khalil Mack, the defensive end from the Raiders, and pretty strange move from from you know John Gruden's Raiders now. Um, but I can't imagine they'll get anywhere close to 
the value, um, even with two first round picks that Mac provides. And so I thought it was an easy, pretty, um, pretty easy pick uh, for the Bills to pull the trigger. And I think they even got a third round pick back. So um, it, it's just such a strange way that the, the whole offseason's gone for um, for the Raiders, and and that's probably a, a topic for a whole another another show. Just just, and I think we've talked about it, Bill, a little bit. Just all the you know old guys they've brought in, and and the strange moves they've made. But um, but I guess for for four downs, the question is um, is how many sacks does he get against Aaron Rodgers in Week One? Um, Bill, I'm going to throw it to you first as the Bears fan. Well, as a Bears fan, you know I'm not real high on Aaron Rodgers, although he is a good quarterback. But uh, I even mentioned last week that uh, uh, I thought it was a great pickup for the Bears. Uh, Bears defense is going to sack Aaron Rodgers three times before the end of the first half. Nice. And in the last the last series uh, in the in the first half, the uh, somebody on the Bears team is going to fall on Aaron Rodgers and break his collarbone. <laughs> wow. wow! So that's my that's my prediction. Oh man, I bet Mike's loving that pick right about now. Wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right. Well, that's hey, it's happened before with Aaron Rodgers and. and uh, yes. Whew, yeah, you know, it, it wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be surprising. I mean, if it happened, but that's a, that's a bold, bold pick. And, um, yeah, Anthony, how many, how many times does he, does he get Aaron Rodgers in week one? No, week one, I mean, I think they're going to get to him. I think he'll get to him three, four times, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking sack fumble, sack fumble, you know, close to the yard line. Even just a sack bubble recovery. Nice. I mean, it's a great pick for Chicago. I mean, return for a touchdown. I mean, either a return for a touchdown or just a sack bubble return or sack bubble recovery. Cool. There you go. I mean, just him. Just it's a, it's a big guy swatting the ball. Hmm. Oh yeah, I like that. I think uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna set it at uh, two and a half sacks. So. And I think he'll be right over it. So I think he, I think there's a chance he gets three sacks. Um, you know, definitely hit him multiple times. You know, whether it's right after he throws or whatever. Um, but the dude is just a beast, and I think that's such a great pickup. And and you know, I bet Aaron Rodgers was probably sitting a lot prettier, you know, in game planning and everything before that tra- trade went down, looking at his week one opponent, and um, and now he's got to be kind of staring that guy down every every play and stuff. So that should be a really fun game um, to watch week one. So, um, all right, perfect. Let, let's move on to fourth down and um, a move that we all kind of thought were, was coming with the, with the, um, the chargers. Uh, they signed Antonio Gates. Um, and so obviously, you know, he, he waited to the last minute, you know, he didn't want to be in training camp at all or anything. And um, you know, who could blame him? Cause he's like what, 70 something years old. Um, so, but they obviously needed him. I mean, there's no one else out there to really, um, you know, grasp the offense as a tight end and he at least knows the offense. Um, and so did you say the Chargers? Yeah. And okay. Sorry. Yeah. And so they needed, you know, him obviously coming back 
um, after Hunter, Hunter Henry tore his ACL. Um, and so he's, you know, he's obviously familiar with the offense, familiar with Phillip Rivers um, in the red zone. He'll still, he'll be there and he'll somehow catch, you know, probably four or five touchdowns um, this year. And I don't, Bill, I don't know if he can even probably outrun you <laughs> very much or, um, you know, or, or even, um, you know, I don't even know if he could beat, Anthony or I very, very, very much, but, uh, but he's there and he knows the offense and he's, he's, you know, Philip Rivers' best friend in the red zone. So do you guys have any interest at all looking at the tight ends, you know, might still be available? I would, I mean, Philip Rivers, yeah, he's a good quarterback, but I, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, he's good for the will route and, you know, he'll get you either seven, ten yards. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Question. Yeah. Bill, any interests? Oh, you have Philip Rivers as your quarterback, so. Yeah, I agree with you, Anthony. Uh, as far as short yardage and red zone uh, targets, he, he may get a lot of red zone targets uh, if if he can get down the field uh, with his oxygen mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how old that guy is, but he seems like he's been on the Chargers for the last 20 years. Yeah, and and I'm kind of surprised that the Chargers, um, after the uh, uh, 52 man uh, roster cuts, that they that they didn't find somebody uh, that was released and and went a little younger, but. If uh, Philip Rivers can get him down in the red zone, uh, he's a, he's a good. He's always been a good target for him. Yeah, no, that's true. I think he, you know, he's not he's not going to get you more than probably 30, 40 yards a game, maybe a couple catches, but somehow he'll end up as you know with a four or five touchdowns, and you know that's obviously someone that you could just find anywhere on the waiver wire. You know, if you want those kind of numbers, so um, right. I just thought it was interesting. And then who knows? Maybe you can get up to seven, or eight, or nine touchdowns. You know, but um, I don't really see it happening. But but then again, they don't really have anybody else there. You know, at tight end, and and the familiarity with Rivers, I think, definitely helps. So I think that's why they're at least kicking the tires on it. And you know, he has to just come in and um, probably doesn't even have to try very hard anyway, and just go on game days, and that's about it. So um, yeah, I mean, he he's also good for first downs. I mean, yeah. Great, he's a great, you know, 10-yarder guy. Yep. All right, perfect. Well, yeah, that concludes our, our four downs, and um, I think we'll get right into um, talking about the draft. So we had the draft um, over the weekend on, on Sunday night. Um, it went very smoothly. Um, you know, we had a couple of hiccups with, with some connections and stuff, too, but overall it was just very smooth. And um, I know Bill and I were on um, on Skype with um, Dolphant, and um, man, if you weren't, weren't on with us, it was, um, we, we had a lot of, we had a lot of fun, uh, just kind of, poking, yeah. just kind of poking fun at each other and, and everybody else and stuff too. And it was just kind of a good time to, to do. So maybe we'll have to, maybe we'll have to do that, um, you know, next year or figure something else out to try to get everybody on and stuff too. But, uh, but anyway, as we look at, at our draft, um, I thought, uh, we, we'd start off by talking about our, just our first two picks. You know, so obviously, Bill, you were picking at five and then um, coming around the turn, you know, you were about the middle of the second. I was picking sixth. 
Um, so right after you, Bill, and then I got to pick right before you in the second round, and then and then we've got um, Anthony um, at the turn. So you had that, you know, pick ten and and then pick eleven or or you know first pick of the second round. Um, and so you always have those back-to-back -back picks, but let's just focus on those first two picks. So kind of tell us who you drafted and then kind of what your, um, you know, what your kind of strategy was or just why you went, um, with the two players you selected. So Anthony, we'll start you off first, uh, um, with those, uh, picks at the turn. All right. So, uh, I mean, I got number 10 and all these running backs are going, so um, I'm thinking wide receiver. So I pick up the one I could think of, Odell Beckham. So I get Odell Beckham, number 10. And then I go Julio Jones right after. There's back-to-back -back wide receivers because all the running backs are going quick, and so might as well pick shit. Top five, top ten, wide receiver, both rounds, and I would suffer with uh, running backs later on in the draft, and that's what I did. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I agree with you. I mean, I think Bill and I were just talking about that. Um, before you came on too, just the, the the running backs that just went. You know, there really wasn't much there, and. Um, yeah, so you've got to load up on those those top, you know, five wide receivers, and obviously Odell and Julio <clears throat> can finish as the number one, so they do have that potential, and so I think that's what you look at when you can draft these wide receivers um, in the first couple rounds. So, did you ever feel like maybe you wanted to go Melvin Gordon or or McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook with any of those picks, or or they were just they were too far behind Beckham and Jones? Yeah, I mean, I. I they're just too far back, and just, I just felt like Beckham and Julio would be the top two for me. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I think I kind of agree with that. That too, I liked. I liked any of those picks. You know, you could have gone maybe one wide receiver, one running back, but I think I think it's. Um, I think it's just a, a different strategy to go two wide receivers. And so, Bill, I'll throw it to you. Um, because you actually went to running backs instead. And so kind of what was your um, thinking about going with you? And, and tell us who you picked and, and why. Well, my uh, strategy right off the bat was to grab uh, some running backs because uh, my keepers are both wide receivers. And so uh, the, uh, the pick that I really wanted was David Johnson. Mm -hmm. uh, but I... I didn't feel, and he didn't fall that far to me. So I went with uh, Shaquan Barkley, uh, my first pick. And then uh, come back around the second pick, I went ahead and grabbed uh, Jordan Howard. And so at that point, I had two uh, running backs and two wide receivers, uh, counting my two uh, keepers. And so that's uh, that's how I started out my first two picks. Yeah, and, and so looking at, I mean, I, 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 every draft I was looking at, I, I Barkley was kind of falling to me just because Brown was already selected, even in the top three or, or whatever, and so I was ready to do kind of Barkley, 
you know, if you didn't kind of pick him before me. Um, but but going back to the, you know, your second round pick where you went Jordan Howard, did you ever think about maybe um, Devontae Adams or even Gronk or, or A.J. Green? Yeah, I thought about them, and I thought about uh, Keenan, Keenan Allen, but uh, he didn't fall to me. Um, I, I like those guys, but, you know, back to my, my strategy, I wanted to get – Wanted to be strong at running back. Uh, I already had two wide receivers, um, and so I did think about AJ Green because I, I like him. And Anthony, your two picks—I liked your two picks. Um, uh, going with uh, Odell Beckham and Julio Jones—that that was two good, good wide receiver picks. And, and had either one of those guys <laughs> fallen to me, which you know was a pretty long shot. I, I would have grabbed either one of those guys. So yeah, after well, after you know, kind of mulling around and, and thinking, of, you know, I already got two wide receivers, and uh, I knew Jordan Howard wasn't gonna gonna be there for my third round because uh, the damn unit uh, would have scooped him up in a heartbeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, um, yeah. And then I, I kind of had kind of the same strategy that kind of killer ant had, but I think I would have had the same strategy that you would have had bill if, if, if Antonio Brown wasn't, wasn't there. So, I mean, for me, it was kind of looking at what you were going to do. I felt like the first four picks were, were going to go how they went with bell Gurley, Johnson and Elliot. Um, and I thought with you, you would either take Brown or, or, or Barkley and I would probably take whoever was left. And so you obviously went Barkley, and and so I could not pass up um, Antonio Brown at all, and so that was a pretty easy pick for me. And then and then like Anthony said, coming around that back turn, um, you know Fournette was gone, and then Hunt, and then Gordon, and McCaffrey, and Cook, and so just right away, um, I felt like you know Keenan Allen, and even the guys that 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 you selected, Anthony Beckham and Jones, you know any of those three would have fallen. I would have picked them over. Um, Jordan Howard so um, I I was I guess willing and ready to go wide receiver receiver which I don't think I've ever done (laughs) before um, or it's been a really long time yeah no I I wasn't I wasn't trying to go full wide receiver off the bat I was looking for running back but I mean like you said off the board first round all running backs but two yeah I mean I went for top wide receiver. You got Andre or Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. Then next up, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Still. Yeah, I, I loved and and um, yeah, I think I had Julio probably higher than than Gordon McCaffrey or Cook anyway too. So I probably would have been right there with Julio before those guys. I a guy that I really was kind of hoping for was the McCaffrey, um, but but then again, I'm not you know. There's still a little bit of question marks with him and and C.J. Anderson that still be in there and how much work is he going to get, yeah. um, you know, and everything. But um, but yeah, good. I think that's a great look at, at how the first two kind of picks went. Um, so we'll move on to a, another question, and I'm going to ask um, each one of you um, just to kind of give us maybe um, your best picks. So maybe give us your two or three best picks where where you felt like this was a great pick and and uh, you know 
maybe maybe a guy fell to you or maybe you're just so high on this guy that you had to get him no matter what and you were thrilled to get him um and then maybe um two guys that that maybe you felt like you you, you shouldn't have drafted or, or you could have drafted later and and you're kind of kicking yourself a little bit um about it so um anthony why don't you give us maybe your top you know your top two best picks and maybe maybe two picks that you kind of regret a little bit all right so i think my two top were obviously my first and second, Julio Jones and Odell Beckham. I mean, you're talking two wide out wide receivers that, I mean, they prove it every day, catch any ball. And uh, the one pick that puts me out the worst is I drafted Matt Ryan. And the fourth quarterback. Uh I wasn't trying to pick him up. I was looking for a quarterback, but didn't realize that Tom Brady was still up there. Hmm. You know, I was I was that uh, app we were using. I was using the scroll, and when I went to quarterback, the scroll was already down. So I was looking at the, the bottom. What five, and there were three above it. And I was like, take the next best quarterback. So I took Matt Ryan, and then Tom Brady got drafted by Dell, and kind of kind of hurt myself on that, not realizing that the scroll went up more. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were kind of wondering about that pick, to be honest with you. Um, you know. I mean, I to be honest, I'm a I'm a Matt Ryan fan this year. I think he had a big down year last year, and I think you kept him, or you could have kept him, you know, this year, and you kept him last year. Um, but I think on our previous show, um, Bill, I think I I think I picked the Falcons to um, go to the AFC the NFC Championship game. So I really feel like they're going to bounce back, and I think the whole offense should be a lot better. And Matt Ryan, I think, should be. Um, should not be back, not be MVP again, but I think he should be back to where he usually is, and not last year. But but yeah, that that um, that felt like it was a little high. That maybe you could have got, you know, obviously Matt Ryan later, and I think you probably know that already. Um, yeah. But was there another pick that that you just wish that man I I could should have selected somebody else or maybe too high or someone that you're kind of just kicking yourself a little bit about. Um, honestly, I mean, I, I, AJ, AJ Green stands out to me. I mean, even a Golden Tate. I mean, there, there's there's quite a few that I wish. Uh-huh. It's just in the moment when this draft was uh, very spontaneous whenever we were doing it. Yeah. When we were drafting, it was like two minutes, and it was like on. Mm-hmm. So trying to scroll through, trying to find out what players you want, it kind of it was kind of rushed, and so it was. I was picking the the one that stuck in my mind most. So mm-hmm. these are the players that I ended up with. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like you at least got you know your guys, kind of thing, and that's what always. You know the draft is, is 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 drafting your guys and not really worrying about 
where they're supposed to go. But if they're your guys, then, you know, you kind of, kind of select it and move on and, and no regrets kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. Um, all right, Bill, um, what, um, what maybe were your top two that you really liked and, and then maybe two that you're kind of, um, kicking yourself, um, about. Well, I liked, uh, my Barkley pick, um, that, that kind of fell into my lap the way the other, uh, four drafts ahead of me were. Well, let me, uh, let so me, um, interrupt you there real quick, Bill. Like, that, was sure. that, was that a really tough choice for you going Barkley over Brown and Hopkins and, and maybe Odell or, or, or were you just, you're ready to click that button as soon as it happened? Uh, no, actually, I was I was debating about taking Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, one of the other teams that had uh, that had kept two wide receivers, and their first pick was also a wide receiver, which I was a little surprised about, but. Uh, I, I did. Uh, I flipped a coin between Barkley and uh, Antonio Brown. I didn't want to start my draft off with either three running backs or three wide receivers. And had I taken Brown, that that would have been my scenario. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the reason why I I took Barkley. And then uh, uh, my my the other pick uh, that I that I really liked was getting. Uh, Jordan Howard and uh, Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't expect to get either one of those guys, but when the, when when my pick came up in, in the uh, second round, I took Jordan Howard, and in the third round, I took Royce uh, Royce Freeman. When those guys were available at my picks, I I had to jump on it. So those are my two. Uh, Two or three, actually, yeah. uh, of, of the picks that I really liked. Yeah, because you ended up going running back, running back, running back to, to start. Yes. Even, even though you had the wide receiver keepers. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was uh, yeah, interesting. But but kind of looking at your board, I mean, there wasn't really much there. I mean, you could have kind of just gone either way with wide receivers. But, you know, I could see, you know, your strategy and, and I could tell – um, you know, even just here and now that, that you were pretty high on those guys. So it sounded like it was something that you were, you know, ready to do. So, um, yeah, both, both of those guys, uh, actually all three of those guys were, were on my list of, uh, of, uh, players to, to pick up if they were available. So, yeah. So were there any, so, you, you know, that's your kind of top three picks. Were there any, um, picks, um, after that, that you kind of, you know, not regretted, but but maybe you could have waited a round or two, or or you're just you know you, you kind of just drafted real fast because the time was kind of coming up. Um. Well, when I took uh, Juju Smith, I was kind of debating on uh, a couple other wide receivers, but uh, I decided on him, and then the uh, Christian Kirk. I, I probably could have got him maybe a round or two later, mm-hmm. but uh, I know that I'm, I was pretty sure that there were some other people that were eyeballing Christian Kirk, uh, 
he's, he's on the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. And a lot of guys in our league are in Arizona, so they're familiar with him. And uh, I may have taken him a little earlier than I could have got him, but it was one of those deals where I wasn't going to take a chance. And he was somebody that I had uh, that I had targeted before the draft started, and I wanted to make sure I got him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he went, He was one that, that looking at your roster was, you know, like you said, maybe a couple rounds early and you could have waited a little bit, but um yeah end of the day i mean you know i i i when i when i went to this draft so i can kind of go into my team a little bit that i just had a list of you know all my all the players you know top 200 and i had them based in tiers and everything but then i also had a separate list of just my guys that you know i just trying to yeah. i wanted to get as many of those you know those players as i could and so one guy um that was almost right at the top of my list um, and so kind of my couple favorite picks was Trey Burton, um, the tight end for the bears. Um, obviously he was with the Eagles last year and I think I got him in the seventh round, but I was just, um, I was ready. I wasn't ready really to jump on him in the sixth round. Um, and then kind of as our draft fell the sixth round, uh, you know, it going back around to the seventh, everybody had tight ends in front of me. Um, so I knew take him in the seventh and then, um, I think Breezy and, and um, Mile High still needed tight ends, and they both selected tight ends after me. So um, I knew if I didn't pick him there. But I, he was my um, probably one of my favorite picks. I think he's going to be a great tight end and um, and should hopefully flourish as, as maybe a Travis Kelsey-ish clone because I'm not going to say he's anywhere near Travis Kelsey. But, um, but, you know, Matt Nagy coming over from the Chiefs, um, and is now the coach for the Bears. I feel like he, he's going to start using Burton kind of the same way that, that maybe Kelsey was used a little bit. So that was kind of one of my favorite picks. And then um, looking at my roster, my other kind of favorite pick was, um, I don't know, I really liked my second and and uh, my fourth, just, just getting Keenan Allen there, um, although that was a pretty easy pick. Um, I think, you know, Bill and I were kind of talking off air that, you know, even even with Anthony, with his two picks of, of great wide receivers that, you know, I mean, looking at where I was selecting in the second round, there were already 10 running backs off the board. And so by then, you know, it was a pretty easy decision that I'll take Keenan Allen and then um, and then I was able to get Joe Mixon and then Baldwin, you know, after that. And I think Baldwin, if he stays healthy, which is, is looking like an if, um, but there's no one else in Seattle to throw the ball to other than him. So. I really like getting him in the fourth round. So those are probably my two um, favorite picks were, were maybe Baldwin and then, and then uh, Trey Burton. And I think as, a, as another podcast that I listen to a lot, uh, they call Trey Burton uh, Trey Boo Boo. So um, I'm going to have to start calling him uh, Trey Boo Boo. So do you like that one, Bill? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I, that's a very good pick. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with your, uh, your uh, synopsis there of, of uh, the Bears, uh, he's probably going to be uh, pretty big in the Bears' offense. Yeah, and, and uh, but more importantly, do you like the the nickname Trey Boo Boo? Trey Boo Boo, <laughs> is that his nickname? Yeah, that's his nickname. It's on one of the podcasts uh, I listen to. They call okay. him they call him Trey Boo Boo. So um, you know when he's scoring points and stuff too, he he will always be referred to as Trey Boo Boo. Oh God! I'm sure he's not real happy about that. <laughs> I, 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 w- I wouldn't think that he would enjoy that uh, that nickname. 
So well, I, no, I'm 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 not going to call him that myself. <laughs> well, I, I'm definitely going to call him that all year, and then uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if it, if it was worth it calling him that or not at the end of the season, how he, how he finishes. But yeah, yeah um, that's for sure. But but yeah, I think that goes goes right along with with maybe a, another man crush, maybe one of my guys that I'll crush on a lot, I guess, like we talked about last week. So, um, all right, well, now looking at, um, I guess it's a draft as whole, maybe give me, and I wrote down three, you know, picks in the notes, but maybe just, there were just a couple picks that just kind of completely surprised you uh, on other teams. So it could be um, on one of our other teams that, that that we're talking about, but try to select somebody else's team and, and maybe give us a couple picks that, that really kind of surprised you. Maybe that they were picked too high or you just knew that, you know, you wouldn't have drafted that player anyway. Um, and, you know, especially at the price, maybe they, they went, um, and then, um, maybe kind of why you feel that way. And so Anthony, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Do you have, do you have any kind of surprise picks where you're like, Oh my gosh, you, you picked that guy there. Um, I would say, I would say Zach Ertz. I mean, I, I get, I get it. Philadelphia, great team, but he went, he went number, he went in the third round as a tight end. Yeah, and he was actually a keeper too. You're, so you're trying to get a good tight end, but I mean that early. You're thinking running back, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. It would go that early. I mean, I, I get it. Gronk, Gronk went second round, but I mean, come on, Franchowski. Yeah, uh, no, that was was a kind of a. I mean, good pick, but could have had could have had some good players for them. That's true, and, and uh, yeah, Eric Eric actually kept him as a, as a, as that third round keeper. So, oh, that was a keeper. Yeah, and but but still, I mean, you're looking at the you know, the third round is, is maybe a bit too early. And I mean, he goes right with Gronk and, and Kelsey, but, um, I mean, good keeper on that point. Yeah. I didn't realize the keeper, but good keeper. But, but yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, there, there might've been some receivers and stuff. So maybe looking back at it, you know, maybe, maybe it's kind of, you kind of wonder if Eric might've kept somebody else and maybe gone a different route, you know? And, but, but it probably goes back to like we've been saying to it's probably one of his guys. And so he probably, you know, threw, you know, Zach Ertz in there. And it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm taking him. He's my guy and I'm going to stick yeah. by it. So, but, but yeah, I think that was kind of a, um, one that we kind of talked a little bit about in the keeper one, the keeper podcast show too, was, um, just a third round for Ertz was maybe a little bit early, but that's where he's going. So if you want him, yeah. you know, you got to go and get him there. Was it, was there anybody else that, that kind of stood out to you a little bit? Um, or, or Bill, do you, do you have anybody that, that kind of stood out to you as as um, as kind of um, ones that surprised you a lot? A um, little bit of a surprise was uh, the damn unit uh, picking Mike Evans up. Uh, I think he got him in the third round. Uh-huh. Um, I think he he may have been uh, gotten a little bit later. Uh, uh-huh. The one pick that I, I kind of liked, and that was on your team, uh, Anthony, was getting uh, Duke Johnson in the eighth round. Yeah, I was going to say Duke Johnson. Uh, kind of good, good deal, man. 
Yeah, he dropped down uh, a lot farther than I thought he would. And uh, I, I was actually eyeballing him uh, coming back uh, in that eighth round or in the uh, ninth round towards me. Um, he, I, I thought I think he's a pretty good value uh, for eighth round pick. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree with you there, Bill. Because it—I I mean, I pretty much took almost his clone in Chris Thompson, um, you know. But right. I think it's—it's that I wasn't—I was surprised that really both of those guys, you know, were, were kind of still there um, in the eighth round. I think Duke Johnson in the eighth round. Yeah, yeah. just kind of one of those guys that's now kind of forgotten because of you know Jarvis Landry's there now and Carlos Hyde is there now and all the quarterbacks now and. And so he's just kind of getting lost in the shuffle, and I still think he'll he'll still be there as the pass catching guy, um, for sure. Somebody I had last year who, um, you know, I'd, and I just penciled in as my flex, and got me 10, 12 points every week. It wasn't pretty, but you know, he was pretty consistent. And yeah, eighth round, I, I think I agree. Um, you know, with you. Yeah, two, two good late round picks. I, I agree with that, uh, Thompson. But dude, that was. Um, I'm surprised that they lasted, that both those guys lasted as long as they did. I thought they'd get picked up before the eighth round. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I guess I was I was kind of looking too. Um, there's just kind of some picks that surprised me, and I know Bill, um, you and I and, and um, Dolphin were kind of talking about was um, it'd be interesting to see kind of what Dub um, strategy was with uh, picking Brady. You know, in the in the sixth round after you already kept uh, Dak. In the eighth round, um, and I think I think actually to be honest, though, I think there's tremendous value in Tom Brady in the sixth round. So, um, you know, really only second quarterback taken. And yep. I think I think Anthony, you said you probably would have taken Brady instead of Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah. So he's still sitting there in the sixth, and no one else has taken quarterbacks, and um, and so he's got Brady and Death and and Prescott. So I don't really see their issue there. I'd just be I would curious be curious to see kind of what his thought was. So that one was just kind of a surprising one. Um, and a surprising just that the value actually was, was kind of there and that, that he fell so far. Um, Cause usually in our league quarterbacks go, you know, pretty quickly, even, even Mike getting Aaron Rodgers in the third round. I thought, I thought he would pull the trigger on Aaron Rodgers in the second round. Cause he usually tries to get Aaron Rodgers in a couple of our leagues. And, um, and so that's one thing that really kind of surprised me as a, just a whole is actually how far quarterbacks fell because usually they, ne- they never do um, in our league. And, and usually you hear experts always say, you know, wait on quarterback. And I think I think our draft and, and everybody in our league has kind of kind of followed that and, and caught up to that a little bit. And Aaron Rodgers in the third was about where he's going. So there wasn't any issue with that. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think that kind of surprised me. Um, I think the most with that, it was just how, how far, you know, quarterbacks fell um, and everything. And even Russell Wilson going as late as he did. And um, I know the question marks are, are there, but, um, but yeah. And Bill, um, you know, maybe your pick with Jared Goff, um, you must've been really high on him this year. I'm sorry, who, with who? With uh, Jared Goff in the, in the ninth round, maybe. Cause then you went back and got Rivers really late. And so, um, you you must be really high on on golf going into this year. Yeah, I I like uh, what they did last year. They played pretty good last year. 
Excuse me. Um, I think they're going to have a good uh, offensive year, uh, especially if their defense plays as well as it, it's projected to. Mm-hmm. That should uh, give some more opportunities for the offense. And and I think uh, Goff now, uh, I believe this is his second year. Um, I think he's going to have a good season. So I'm kind of put him in my back pocket to see how he does. And I've got uh, Philip Rivers. I'm going to be starving. Yeah, I mean, I think to be honest, I think you know you got two great quarterbacks anyway. I know Philip Rivers is is pretty consistent. I mean, he'll throw his you know set of picks, but at the end of the day, he'll be in the top ten. And and you look at it at the end of the year, like I think almost every year, you know, it's like like kicking yourself so many times. Why didn't I just draft Philip Rivers and play him? <laughs> you know, almost every week because by the end of the year, he's always a top you know ten guy, but he never gets drafted that way. So he's kind of just this strange you know fantasy pick and. Um, yeah, so I think you got two good, solid quarterbacks to, to kind of, you know, bounce around from matchup to matchup and, and everything. So, um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that's great. I think we've talked, you know, quite a bit about our, our draft and, and kind of the overall, um, you know, I think, I think as, as we, as we look at the draft as a whole, I think all three of us can probably think that we all three have the best teams. And so, you know, I don't think anybody's going to Yeah. And so I, I think at the end of the day, it sounds like we got, you know, all of the guys we wanted. And, um, I think, um, the kind of the final question, um, is, is maybe why don't you, uh, kind of share an example of, of maybe someone that, that sniped you. Or, or gosh, he, this guy got picked right before you were going to pick him or two or three picks later. And um, I'm sure Anthony, especially, we'll start with you because you're sitting at the turn. So, you know, you got these two back-to-back picks, which are great, but then you got that big long wait. And and so was there a couple times in the draft to where you thought someone was going to be there and then maybe he was picked one or two picks before you? Um, so kind of share maybe, maybe a couple scenarios where you might have got sniped in the draft. Well, honestly, I was hoping uh, Jaquan Barkley was going to be there. Uh-huh. I didn't think I didn't I didn't think he was uh, going to go number number four, number five. You know, I was hoping he'd be at the turn, uh-huh. and I can get a Jaquan Barkley and an Odell Beckham, you know, back to back, get a double duel. Just because I mean, from his uh, his preseason, it was a he only had so many carries and he did great yeah. I would have loved to have that and then I knew uh, Antonio Brown wasn't going to last long so I mean it's kind of it's kind of kind of an advantage having the 10th round because you have back to back but yet you lose I mean like I said all the running backs all the the top almost almost top 10 running backs coming out uh, I mean I would, I would love to have uh, David Johnson maybe on Bell mm-hmm. when you're 10 so I went I went two wide receivers just kind of kind of gambling it yeah I think it's a good gamble though you, you got two two uh, two guys two wide receivers that are probably going to be in the top 10 and Boy, that that should uh, that should help you throughout the season. Yeah, I'm hoping so. 
Yeah, Bill, were there any examples of when you when you just got sniped? I know it's kind of funny to hear both of us talk because we were pretty much back to back almost every other round. So, was there any times where maybe I, you know, I sniped you right before, or I think who else was picking right in right in front of you was uh, maybe um, you know the damn unit or dolphin. Um, so, um, give us a couple of snipes that happened to you. Well. I felt like that song stuck in the middle with you <laughs> between, between you on one side of me, you picking six and the damn unit picking four is like, it was like you guys are tag teaming me. You know? <laughs> so like Keenan Allen, he was high on my list. Uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, he was high on my list. Uh, I, I kind of had a, a little little thing for uh, Jimmy Graham. I was kind of hoping to get him. Uh, Jamal Williams, I was hoping to get him. So kind of felt like uh, you and the damn unit were just tag teaming me the whole draft. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so funny. It's stuck in the middle with you. That's that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> how I, yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. I think that's how you you gotta feel. And when you're in the middle of the draft too, because I feel like in the, when you're in the middle of the draft, there's so many, so many more times where you could get sniped, you know, just because, you know, you don't have as many picks to, to wait for, you know, maybe like as, as the end of the draft and stuff. And so, um, yeah, there were a couple of times where I, I got sniped. I mean, even like in the second round, I, I, I was a big McCaffrey fan and even Gordon, Melvin Gordon, gosh, if he would have somehow fell and fall to me in the second round. Um, but, um, one that was really, um, for me was like the Fitzgerald right before me, uh, in the fourth, um, oh, I love, yeah. I love D- Doug Baldwin and I think Doug Baldwin might even outscore Larry Fitzgerald, um, this year, but there's also, but it was also the health issue. And, and so there's the reliability of Fitz, you know, a hundred catches and thousand yards and, and whatever. And so I was ready to take Fitz right there. Um, and I was, so I was fine with Baldwin, but I, I you know, I definitely preferred, um, fits more in that one. And then, um, you know, there, there were a couple times to, to where, um, you know, I just felt like a guy like went just right in front of me and, and I could have maybe gone somewhere else. Like I know like Jameson Crowder, um, I think in the 10th, if I'm looking at it right, was, was right before me. Um, and I, I was kind of hoping to get a receiver there instead. Um, and I ended up going Sony Michelle for the, for the Patriots. Um, but, um, I, he was kind of a guy I was looking at just cause I finally needed a receiver. Um, and, and so he, I think that was kind of one, one big, um, you know, snipe for me. I know I was a big kind of, uh, Andrew Luck fan and he was falling all the way to the 11th round and, um, and he got picked, I think a couple rounds before me, um, with, with Chi town. So that was a couple, couple times where I felt like I got sniped and, and I kind of lost out on, on a guy I was, I was pretty high on too. So, um, I know that, um, yeah, that, that looking at, at the draft, I think maybe if you want to just give us real quick and, um, I know we're, we're kind of running up on time a little bit, but, um, I think this question is pretty important to, to kind of end with before we wrap up, um, just kind of talk about, um, your team just, just as a whole and maybe how, how you're going to approach week one, um, of the, of the season and, um, and just your, your kind of overall feeling, um, going into this season, um, 
after this draft. So, um, Anthony, we'll, we'll start with you. Just, just how you feeling about your whole team and how maybe your starting lineup's going to look like, you know, week one, two um, of the of the season. Yeah, I mean, my week one, I'm just looking. I don't know, man. I, I'll probably run a, a wide receiver for my flex. Uh-huh. I feel pretty pretty solid on the, the two running backs that I have. It's just, I just got to rethink uh, just, just who I'm going to run for my flex. I just don't know. There's, there's toss-ups between uh, a wide receiver and running backs. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I, I, feel, I feel pretty good about it. I got two, two uh, shit, top five, top ten wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Got a good tight end. Got a good quarterback. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I play you, Nate. Yeah. First week. I always play you first week, so... Should be a should be a should be a good one, especially the first week of the, the season. So everyone's trying to trying to show out. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree. I, I really like your yeah your two wide receiver picks, and obviously I'm saying that as a two wide receiver pick person too. Um, but yeah, your running backs. You know, I, Lamar Miller was a guy I really liked um, from your team too. I feel like he, he's going to be great again with the Texans. And that offense and Peyton Barber, you know, with with the with the Bucks, he's their starter. And um, so yeah, I thought right away, you know, you got your wide receivers and your running backs set, and yeah, then you're just kind of looking at your flex and everything. So I think it should be a great, you know, week one matchup, you know, between the two of us. Um, all right, Bill, um, how do you feel just about your team and, and kind of your strategy and just how you how you what was your overall feeling walking away um, Sunday night? Well, I felt pretty good. I thought uh, my first. Uh or four draft picks were were, uh, were pretty solid. Uh, I start the season off uh, against Eric and uh, uh, gauge my balls. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say gauge? <laughs> uh, and of course, he had the uh, first pick overall. Yeah. And so uh, he's, he's got a pretty solid uh, lineup. Should be an interesting game. I didn't look to see what the uh, what the preview was yet, but uh, I, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty happy with the team that I've got. And uh, start off right off the bat, though, uh, you know, playing a tough team. There aren't uh, aren't any slappers in this league, so uh, it's going to be an interesting for first week for me. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun next week, right, Bill, to just talk about um, how everybody did and, and um, you know, and then just kind of really get a grasp on some of these, you know, especially like running back battles because, you know, everybody's naming starters now in, you know, in the next couple of days and but how much are those starters really going to play and, and things too. So, um, so, yeah, I think it should be just really interesting and fun to watch week one like it usually is. Um you know, with my team, I, I was I was pretty happy. I think um, I think overall, like running back wise, I I've been um, I was pretty short at the top, um, and then you know losing you know, you know McKinnon at the 
at the beginning of the year and I was trying to pencil him in at least my two or my flex and, and stuff. So, um, but I, I still kind of went, you know, wide receiver heavy, kind of like you did Anthony and they just kind of fell to me. So I, I just took it. I wasn't going to take running backs over those two guys that, you know, at least the running backs that were available. And, and so, um, after I, I went Brown and Allen and, and then I got Joe Mixon, who I think should be great in Cincinnati. Um, and then Doug Baldwin, you know, if he's healthy or at least 85% Doug Baldwin's better than a lot of guys. Then I just loaded up on running backs. I mean, took five out of the next six picks were just all running backs with, with some high upside. And obviously Mark Ingram I'll be waiting on, you know, for four games, but plug in Jamal Williams or, or maybe Chris Thompson or Tevin Coleman if Freeman gets injured. So um, I was just overall just really happy with, with my draft too. And, and I'm just excited to just start the year finally. I mean, so many mock drafts and stuff too that, that I've done and, and injuries and dealing with that. It's, it's just so, it's so nice that, um, that week one is, is two days away. I mean, um, Falcons Eagles should be a great game. So yeah, I think that kind of uh, concludes this episode of the One Amigo to Another uh, Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, Anthony, again, um, thank you so much for for joining us today. It was, it was a pleasure to have you, and it was fun to hear about your draft. And um, Bill and I um, both just kind of appreciate how, um, how honest you were um, about some of your picks and, and stuff, too. I know it's kind of hard to come on and and be pretty blunt about, about how you feel and stuff too. And so we really do appreciate that and, and gave us some great insight about your strategy and how you felt with, um, you know, you just, your team was and going into the season and, um, yeah, we can't wait, um, to, to start. So again, thank you so much for coming on today. Hey, yeah, no problem. I mean, give it up. Let me go to another. I've been doing this for years. I'll always do it. I love fantasy football and, you know, I'm looking forward to this year, next year, and the year. The year's coming. Perfect. Ain't going nowhere. Perfect. That sounds great. Uh, cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Anthony. Uh, you had a lot of good insight, and uh, it was uh, another fun uh, podcast. Yeah, and Bill. Uh, yeah, Bill, you know. uh, Bill uh, you're right down the road, Bill. I'll see you soon. Sounds good. <laughs> and Bill, thanks as always uh, for joining me today. All right, guys. Uh, again, I'll sign off with uh, oh, Adios yet. Amigos. Not yet, Bill. It's two two shows in a row, or one and a half. <laughs> um, wait, wait for that. Um, but we gotta look at the calendar first, Bill. Right? There's some games coming. Oh, here I am. Yeah. Uh, going off <laughs> script again. No, that's fine. I, I know we're we're excited. Come on, to, Bill. You just want to jump off here so you can start, you know, moving players around in your lineup and get back to the NFL network and stuff. So we'll let you do that in a second. And drinking more, and drinking more beer. Yeah. And drinking more beer and, and, and stuff. So, uh, but looking at the calendar and like Anthony said before, um, we both play each other this week. Um, so be fun, you know, be fun to, um, you know, talk some smack and stuff too. Um, Anthony once, once Sunday hits and, um, obviously the season opens up in, in two days. So, you know, we got the defending champion, uh, Eagles hosting the Falcons, like we just talked about. And, Gosh, I just am so glad that, that football is back, and I can't wait to tune in on Thursday and then Sunday and then Monday. Um, so I think um, as we look at the at the uh, schedule in the next couple of weeks, Bill, it looks like we're going to try to record our show, um, next show on Wednesday. 
Um, so I know we're recording today on Tuesday, but next Wednesday, September 12th, as, as we kind of recap all of the league's games from week one, uh, we'll discuss the first waiver wire period of the season and, and everything and um, kind of go over some start and sit decisions that, that maybe we might have had and, and, and whether they were good or bad from our standpoint. Uh, but it should be a fun show. Um, so, um, yeah, for everybody out there, thanks again for uh, listening to, you know, the one amigo to another uh, fantasy football podcast and and for bill burns and and our guest uh, anthony millens thanks again for coming on and, and i'm nathan tilbury and um i'm not sure if i should keep saying this though because it, it feels like you know i got bad luck coming to me but i'm gonna say it anyway a bad luck to everyone good night bill and anthony Adios, amigos. Adios. <laughs>